Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. Hello and welcome to Andy Goldstein. Yeah, that's me. And my top five, top fives of the year 2021. Presented by, well, me, Andy Goldstein. Featuring, yeah, you guessed it, me, Andy Goldstein. And a couple of my sidekicks, of course, from this year on TalkSport Drive. Now, we've had some great top fives on Drive this year, so it was hard to whittle it down to just five. And, of course, I didn't do it. That was down to the producer, so nothing really to do with me. But I think it's only right that I give some honourable mentions to a few that haven't made the grade. We did our favourite long-haired footballers after everybody kept comparing me to Andrea Pirlo. And we're all about equality on drive, so we did our top five slapheads. It says skinheads in front of me, but we all know ball people are slapheads. We also covered 90s TV shows, biopics, best, worst songs, and loads more to mention. I just can't be bothered. Now, on to our top five picks of 2021. Ollie, that's when you're meant to hit the jiggle. Every time. Now, our first pick is from back in April when me and Darren Goff chose our favourite major tournament moments. Is it or difficult for you to whittle down? Well, it can be World Cup or Euros, can't yeah, it? Yeah, major yeah but, but at the tournament, so you can't have, you can't have thrown, say, Beckham's free kick against Greece. Qualifying. Yes. Right, get it. All right. Clever. How, how easy was it? Yeah, I, I think it was pretty easy. So originally, when um, we start talking about what we might talk about on the show, because mm-hmm. so there is a little bit of preparation goes into it, um, I thought, oh, I'm not going to get time for that. But then, as soon as I put the phone down, you realise everything just comes back, doesn't it? I mean, just yeah. floods back uh, some of the great things that have have happened and you go back and watch old footage of of tournaments and goals and moments um and the, there is so many we could have picked we could have probably picked 10 each 15 each is that you mate is that oh, teddy that's not teddy no yellow card do <laughs> that's never happened to me before yellow card i do apologize <laughs> you should have said who's that who's, who's, who's that that's ben fletcher's phone he's left in i'll give it to ben phone. Phone. you should have said should've ben have you've left your phone should have done that i don't know i wasn't quick enough <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it was pretty easy, mate, if I'm honest. Okay, all right. Well, I've got five, you've got five. Should we start with yours? Uh, yeah, I think uh, let's go. Number okay, five. Let's go. Number five. Right. Oh, he left it for dead. Well, it was that good. We what hadn't got that? any footage of what it. What that? was that? Is that, that? Name that tune. What was that? What <laughs> Another Saturday. Name that tune in one. Didn't even hear that. I'll didn't... name it in one. Didn't even hear that. Can we what play it again? That? For those who weren't listening first, I get ready. You'll miss it. Right. 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 
Cruyff that was. He left him for dead. He, he did, did indeed. He, he left, left him, him for dead. dead. And listen, this player was one fantastic player. Never won the World Cup, but that turn to get a turn named after you. Any movement. Any movement. I mean, has, has Messi got anything named after him yet? Or Ronaldo? Ronaldinho, the, Ronaldinho's got the the flip flap or whatever. It's, is that Ronas Ronaldinho's? Yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? But I mean, there's um, the Goldstein Johan, hair flick. Yeah, Johan Cruyff, 1974 World Cup versus Sweden in the first round, and it was. I, I've watched it again about 10 times this morning. Well, 12 times. You've got to pick a weird number, aren't you? 12 times this morning. <laughs> and it was absolutely amazing. He did leave mm. it for it. He, I think he still don't know what's happening. Uh, the right back for Sweden it's today. Amazing. He just... I remember practising that in my garden as a kid. Everybody's tried it. Yeah. That's the amazing thing, isn't it? Everybody's tried it, and we all know it as the Cruyff turn. Yeah. So uh, that has to be number five. Can you do one if we've got footballing? Would you do it for social? Absolutely do oh, it. Okay. I could do it with me eyes shut. Gr- I bet you couldn't. I bet I could. Yeah, you probably could, actually. Um, the great thing about Jan Cruyff in that World Cup, I think it was that World Cup, he refused to wear the Adidas kit that all the rest of his... Do you Did not know he? the story? Yeah. So uh, his top, if you look at his shirt in that World Cup, he's got two stripes and everyone else has got three down the sleeves. Oh, that's why they started selling them as well, didn't they? How amazing is that? <laughs> that's incredible, <laughs> I, isn't it? How can a footballer be a, I know. turned down I wearing the official with, sponsor? I think, I think he had a deal with Puma. Yeah, but still, if you go into a tournament, oh, they're no, the I agree official with you. sponsor, that means the you have bigger. to wear that. I know, but he refused. Wow. So they made a shirt with two stripes, which I think... I think um, probably got more publicity. That's what I'm saying. It's probably better, better for Adidas, isn't it? You know, two more, stripe. I'm talking about it now. Well, there was a shoe called Two Stripe. Yeah, there wasn't was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it an Adidas shoe? Well, no, it wasn't an oh, Adidas okay. one, was they it? I should have bought one out. They missed yeah. the trick there. Uh, that's yours. This is mine. And here comes Hurst. He's got some fiddler on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. It's four. Do you know what that is? No, I'm joking. Do you know, I'll tell you what, I'll pick, I'll pick that for a number of reasons. One, it has to be. It has, legally, we have to include England winning the World Cup and Jeff first getting a hat-trick. But I wanted to... You know that is commentating, yeah? That's Kenneth Wollstenholme, right? That's the most famous bit of commentary probably ever. I think that's fair. Yeah. But what a lot of people probably haven't heard is because it was on both that channels. That and Aguero. That's pretty yeah. big now. Yeah, but the, the Jeff first goal was on both channels, BBC One and ITV, right? So Kenneth Wollstenholme, I think, was BBC... So this was I. So not a lot of people have heard this one. This is exactly the same goal, but how it was commentated on ITP. Martin Moore, the referee, looking at his watch. Seconds ticking away as Martin Peters goes for. Uh, Jeff Hurst goes for. He might make it three. He has. He has. And that's it. See, so that was and that's it. Hugh Johns. That's his real name, by the way. That's not me mucking about. Dublin. That's his real name, Hugh Johns. Right. But he did say uh, that, he's actually said, Hurst could make it three, he has, that's it, he has. But actually, Hurst made it four. Mm. I mean, I know it was three of, of his, but he actually made it four. That must that must be annoying if he commentated on a World Cup moment. Well, it's your dream. As, as a commentator, having done it, and the, that winning moment, when you you try and stay, I mean, even, but when you're, it's your country or it's your team, as a commentator, oh and, and it just makes it extra special. To be commentating yeah. on England winning the World Cup as a football commentator, I, I just cannot imagine what that must feel like. There's one moment when England are in a penalty shootout. I can't remember who it's in. It might be Argentina. I might have got it wrong. And Bri- I think it's Brian Moore commentating. Again, that might be wrong. But he says to his co-host, I think it's Kevin Keegan. I might be wrong. <laughs> he, and, 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 hold on. And this is brilliant. And it's David Batty stepping up for the pen. 
You but I might right. be wrong. No, I might be wrong. And he tells him that the word is correct. He says, he we misses. score, yes or no, just before he hits it. And he goes, yes, and then he misses it. And the commentator who did that, as I said, I think it's Brian Moore, it might not be, says that's one of his biggest regrets is asking that question. But you get caught up in the moment, you don't know what's coming out. See, you know, now, in the present world, if you put that on Instagram, yes or no, you'd get a 1,000 likes on that. OK, let me just do that. Totally different. Let, let me do that while, of course, we go to your next choice. Ask a question. Number four. Belfort. Did ever so well. Belfort. It's in. It's there. It's two. And Jim Belfort has sent the Danes into ecstasy. Dawson put his arms up. Is it over? It is. It's dramatic. It's delightful. It's Denmark who are the European champions. Well, what a story this is. Mm. And um, interviewing uh, Peter Schmeichel in lockdown, the first lockdown, and he came on, and he got quite emotional, didn't Heard he, that. talking about this? He, oh, it's one of my favourite interviews I've ever done. Great. Honestly, mate, he, the passion he has for football, whether it be for Manchester United, his son playing football, or that moment for Denmark winning in 1992. They failed to qualify. They were second in the group stages. And because of Yugoslavia, who were at war... Uh, at the time, um, they were obviously disqualified uh, from the tournament, and Denmark got that reprieve because um, they came runners up in the qualifying group. And Adley trained, you know, what I mean, they got together, they couldn't believe what was happening, they had a great team spirit, and they went into it, and they only went and beat Germany in the final. Mm. I mean, it, it's an amazing story. Was that John Jensen who scored? Have I made that? Was it John Jensen who scored the winner? Oh, he scored in it, he scored in it. I mean, it's just an amazing story, though, that the old Denmark he scored the first one, did he? Yeah, amazing. Right. Amazing. Think, yeah, okay. It was about, I mean, they're all going to be amazing. This is possibly one of the most amazing goals ever. Oh, Van Tegelen. It was a mistake by uh, Zavarov initially. Van Tegelen's got support here from Arnold Muren. Van Basten's on the far side of the penalty area now to volley it. Oh, I say, what a goal! That's a beauty! Oh, even Mikas can't believe it. What a belting goal in a final. Absolutely spectacular. Frightening, that was. That was Marco Van Basten's oh. hor horrifically incredible... Ridiculous. ...frightening volley against the Soviet Union in the final. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know he was only... How old do you think he was when he scored that goal? Uh, Have a guess. 24. 20, yeah, 23, I'll give you that. Um, he scored a hat-trick against England in that competition, scored the winner in the semi-final against Germany. And then, as you just heard, uh, Arnold Muren flicked this long... But I was reading up about it. And he said, as the ball's coming over, this is what um, Van Basten's saying, as the ball's coming over in the air, he's looking at it, and he's thinking he can trap it and he can try and beat the defender and either put it back into the box or hit it. And then he just thought, oh, I can just hit it. And when you, it looks, I'll tell you what, it looks amazing when you watch it, right? Amazing. When you watch it from behind the goal, so you know it's coming, that ball can only go into one, one specific part of the goal. And, and I say that because it's got to go over the goalkeeper's fingertips and below the crossbar. You really like, placed it there. It was no, just, no, of course. The goal and but, it that's, went there. but I mean, it's just anywhere else by millimetres and that ball doesn't go in. It's an un, one of the greatest goals ever, isn't it, really, that one? Van Basten's volley. Absolutely. I think yeah. I've got it down. When we've done top five in the past and I've had my greatest goals... I had that one in it. Yeah, it, uh, purely. Uh, Ollie just said in my ears, well, one of the best kits. That was Hummel or Hummel, however you pronounce it, Hummel kit. That was a beautiful kit, wasn't it? Skin tighters, though, then, weren't they? Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Oh, I know it was Kappa, the skin tighters. Remember them when they first came out? Yeah. Ooh. I think they're still skin tight now, the Kappa ones. I struggle now. Kappa. Ka Do you remember Kappa clothing? 
Yeah, Kappa loved jeans. it. Do you remember Kappa jeans? Loved it. Well, it's Takini and, and feeling yeah. exactly the same, isn't it? Do you remember Lois jeans? Do you remember that? Lois jeans? Yeah, I had a yeah. pair of Lois jeans. L-O-U-I-S. No. That one. L-O-I-S. Is it? Yeah. I thought it... Think you're getting, oh, Louis. Think you're getting Schneid ones down the market, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Kappa, though, I used to love that. Kappa's emblem. good. If we keep saying Kappa, we might get a box full of Kappa gear. Oh, yeah, Kappa. Kappa. Really good stuff. Kappa. Let's move on to your next one. Kappa. Number three. And England are out! And even in the context of a disappointing record in major tournaments, this is a terrible, terrible night. England collectively, as a squad, were a disgrace. They have been, yet again, not only a side that has shortchanged the good fans, you can hear what those fans think. They're answering you with, you're not fit to wear the shirt. That's what they think of this England side. And I'm not surprised. That's where uh, Sags is absolutely amazing. When he sits on the fence. <laughs> you know, when he just really the passion, he can't stop himself as a fan and he gets carried away there. He's absolutely superb to listen to it. So you picked, that. A, you picked England losing? Yeah, well, I just think it was a, an unbelievable moment you've heard there from a commentator, Mark Saggers, and he was talking about the disappointment that everyone felt. This was Iceland's first tournament. They were ranked in the previous um four years I think they were about 200 not in the world they now got themselves down to 34th in the world with a population of 329,000 <laughs> yes 329,000 wow. people and somehow somehow they beat England the good thing is Rooney scored the bad thing is they scored two and we though. lost and we but, went out of that and Roy Hodgson obviously then did that stupid press conference he was forced to resign wasn't he and he said he, he don't know what he was doing there in the press conference England have just gone out mate you're the England manager you know what I mean so it, it, it was just a, an unbelievable moment that Iceland beating England <coughs> the last was that the championships where Harry Kane was on corners I think it was wasn't it yeah yeah everything about that uh, tournament was just nuts You're listening to Andy Goldstein's Top 5s of the Year 2021. Let's carry on with the rest of our picks. Number 3. Beckham now to Owen, and here's another Owen run. He's going to worry them again. It's a great run by Michael Owen, and he might finish it off. Oh, it's a wonderful goal! What an amazing moment in Michael Owen's young career. A fantastic run that frightened the Argentinians and a most unerring finish beyond to make it 2-1 England. A terrific moment. Uh, yeah, you're listening to Drive on TalkSport. We are in the middle of our top five at five, which is our favourite major tournament moments or memories. Uh, yeah, so that was my choice. That was my number three. That was Michael Owen's incredible goal against Argentina. You just heard Beckham passing the ball to him there. It was, uh, I think, Paul Ince that won the ball, actually, and passed it to Bex. And then Michael Owen in 1988 went on this ridiculous run. Can you remember how old Michael Owen was when he was? 19. 18. 18. 18 in 190 days. Michael Owen literally burst onto the scene. When he had serious speed then, didn't he? I mean, some of the goals yeah, he scored at Liverpool. Phenomenal I mean, player. that period was just out of this world. It's sad, isn't it, that a player is it's so reliant, are, I know, on yeah, pace. that's what happens, mate. Because he was I mean, frightening. Well, that, that's why um, certain players who have changed their game because they've lacked that pace to still have an unbelievable career at the ice level. You look at Bex, right? You look at um, Ryan Giggs. The way they adapted their game without that pace. And Rooney as well. Look oh, at we had I mean, Teddy Rooney. Sheringham on not too long Teddy, ago. Teddy, I mean, wow. I mean, these guys 
unbelievable players. Unbelievable. And to, the ones who can adapt like that are just different gravy, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Look at Ronaldo. How he's adapted. We've gone from a flying winger to a centre-forward right. now. Right. It was just ridiculous in the air. But he's still got pace, Ronaldo. But probably, yeah, but not like he... I mean, we, we're talking when he was no. a young no. young player at Manchester at Son, United. Son's got a load of pace. Mbappe's got a load of pace. Yeah, yeah. Vardy. Yeah. So that, that, that'd be interesting, Vardy, in a year or two, when he's got a little bit older. I'm, sti- I'm sure he's still probably drinking lots of cans of Red Bull at half-time <laughs> to give him his, his wings. Um, but, um, yeah, what a great goal that was for yep, Michael Owen. That fanta- had to be included. So we've both done five, four and three, so we're into the last two What each. comes next, number two? I think it does. Number two. Shirelle right across to Marco Tardini. Well, um, what a feeling that's one of the most iconic um, photos ever. Well, videos, full stop. I got goosebumps just then. Yeah, yeah, you do, don't you? We finished 3 1 that game, didn't you? I didn't finish 2 0. Was it Germany, Italy, uh, Italy, Germany? uh, Yeah, West Germany back then. Yeah. Was the score 3 1 or 3 2? 3 1. Was it? I can remember. Was it 3 1? I think it was 3 1. Okay. Uh, you, you might, might have got right. me thinking. You might, be, you might be right. Um, I've got 3-2 in my head, but you might be right. Yeah, 82 World Cup final. Um, it, it was ridiculous, that goal. He went on that run, and you know at that time the passion of scoring a goal for your country that's just won you a World Cup. I mean, what must that be like? Can that, you imagine it? We can, can only goal, dream. That was the first World Cup winning goal I remember as a kid. Do the Marco Tardelli celebration. What did it look like? <laughs> <laughs> and running towards the camera. It, it, it's more like that, wasn't it? Like his arms oh, it's everything. Okay, like yeah, you yeah, see, his, his arms like are like going, that. yeah, like that. And he's cro- he looked proper Italian, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like the, but the long it's that moment hair. where, no matter what, you, you just forget about anything. It's just the pure passion and joy of scoring a goal for your country. Yeah. And you probably, that realisation, you've just become a national hero yeah. in that moment. And you're feeling it. And no matter what he does, that celebration has lasted the ages and it will go on and on and on mm. yeah and that's why we're we'll talking about it it's number all, two though we've all scored that goal in our back garden but to actually yeah. do it on the main stage worthy of a great celebration yeah. so that's your number two my number two is also a wonderful goal here's Gascoigne oh brilliant oh yes Goosebumps again. Look at that. Proper goosebumps. I, I think I've got goosebumps because A, what a great goal. Is it cold? And, <laughs> and B, you can hear the crowd. A real crowd at Wembley. Do you remember those days? They'll be back. They'll be back. So that was, of course, uh, Gazza against Scotland Euro 96. Slobbed it over Colin Hendry. Um, the dentist chair celebration as well. We had Teddy on before. He was part of that. Um, it was just... I tell you what he's mad. Brilliant. When, when you Google Gazza goal, that's the first goal that comes up as well. That's how big a goal it was. It was just a glorious day. It was beautiful out. That was also the game where um, Yuri Geller claimed he made the ball move on Gary McAllister's penalty. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I'll tell you what, what I'd forgotten about, how annoyed I, I, I got at the time, is when I look at that England squad and I see Paul Scholes' name on it and he hardly played for England. Or I say hardly, you know, with his talent, should have played so many more times. What a, what a waste of a talent that was for the national side. Yeah. That's and terrible, many, many isn't years. it? Yeah, because you had you had all that problem with. Well, you can't play Lampard and Jet. Well, don't play both of them. Play one and play Skulls. I mean, that was the problem because we had those three, wasn't it? Lampard, 
Gerard and Scholes. Yeah. Scholes always ended up in the position he didn't want to be I in. Know, crazy. Such a great player. And he, and he was the best out of all three, Scholesy, in my opinion. Uh, right, there's... That's, it's such a difficult one. All three of them, I think, could argue. Absolutely. Yeah. All three of them were yeah, great players. Yeah, but Scholes is the best. Uh, let's get, let's get Number down one. To, to the final ones. Number one. Oh, this is great stuff. They need to take it in turns to give an exhibition. Jairzinho, number seven. Pelé. Up comes Carlo Alberto on the right. And it's four! Oh, that was dear, delightful football. Well, that was Genius. Carlos Alberto. That was the final goal, wasn't it? 4-1 against Italy. That team, still, for me, the best team ever. Agreed. Unreal. The year I was born, 1970. They'd won it in 58 Eight, and 62. 62. Um, obviously, England won it in 66. <laughs> but 70, that team, during all the qualifiers, unbeaten, and during all the tournament, unbeaten, played some unbelievable football, scored some unbelievable goals, and you heard some of the players there. It was the style of play, but the players, uh, Jazzinho, Revelino, Carlos Alberto and Pele, uh, for me, the standout. Mm. Ridiculous footballers, ridiculous football as a team, and uh, it was just great. But they, for me, go down as the greatest mm. team. I agree with that. That goal, when, Car- when, when Carlos Alberto hits that ball... From Technique. when he leaves his boot into yeah. the back of the net, it stays off the ground at the same height. It's only about yeah. half a foot. Is that the technique was unreal? Pro- he was pro- celebrating before he even left his foot. Yeah, I see, was see, I see what's interesting. I think that's probably the best ever goal in a World Cup. But my choice is probably the most famous ever goal in a World Cup. Maradona just walked away from Hoddle then. Maradona, they're appealing for offside. The ball came back off the foot of Steve Hodge and Maradona gives Argentina the lead. The England players protesting to the referee. At what point was he offside? Or was it a use of the hand that England are complaining about? Yeah, I think it's the most famous goal ever. Not just a World Cup, but ever. Uh, A couple of things I want to say about Maradona's goal. Firstly, um, he... We forget how good he was in the build-up to that goal. So I watched it back. He picks up the ball just inside England's half. And as you just heard, skips past Glenn Hoddle, runs all the way to just outside England's penalties. So he goes around a few players. So it's a great run. We forget about the run. And then, of course, well, he had go- another good run in that game. I know, I know. Yeah, I was going to pick that one. <laughs> but then he tries to play one too. Steve Hodge just boots it up in the air and he handles it into the into the goal. But the, the thing that annoys me about that, whenever I watch that, whenever I see it, even at the time, is that Peter Shilton's six foot one. And Diego Maradona, God bless him, is five foot five. They they're both using their hands. And he wants it full stretch. Wasn't no, it he's, full he's, stretch? His elbow's yeah, bent. Yeah, he's trying to hide it, isn't it? His behind elbow's his bent. Head. And he still tipped it and, over. And shoulder. England's goalkeeper at six foot one. He's second at best. Should have punched it. That annoys me. But still, you know, how the most famous goal ever. Apologies to all you England fans, but I just had to put that Maradona goal at the top. Now, on to our next pick. I was alongside Darren Bent this time, another Darren. So without further ado, here's our top five family games. I don't even remember doing this. It wasn't easy, because there's so many that right. I, I forgot about. But my number one was easy. But okay. the, the My number one, when I was talking to the birthday boy outside Joe, he said, I hope you've got beep in it. And I went, actually, that's my number one. He went, oh, that's nice. So we obviously appreciate it. I think my number one's better than your number one, though. Do you? I think you'd agree. Because you asked me about my number one. You went, oh, have you got that? Went, yeah, of course I have. 
Oh, okay, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there, it's up there. Right, let's find out what you chose first, shall we? Number five. Oh, so I've got a guess here, by. So this is 40 Towers, right? Oh, is it University Challenge, right? So it's Challenge, University, yeah, Uni. I guess if you're chasing after someone, yeah. you're in... Chase, the chase. No, you're in... If you're in a car, you're in... Pursuit. True pursuit. Correct. Correct. What's that, well, sorry, what's that got to do with University Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Trivial Pursuit at number five. Sorry, what, what's the connection between that and University Challenge? I didn't choose the music, it's only behind the glass. Oh, under the bus, under the bus. Yeah, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, I thought that was your number one then. What? Oh, I thought, no. Oh, okay. Trivial Pursuit's an amazing game. Yeah, obviously you collect pieces of the pie, different colours, by waking your way up and down the board. Yeah. Great game. You cheat at that? I cheat at most games. You actually. can't cheat at that. Oh, you can? How? Oh, my goodness. When you, you know you get the little plastic bag of all the little pieces of pie in? Yeah. When no one's looking, I put it in. Or sometimes I'll just push me a little piece around the board a little. It, oh, so it's come off, I'll put it back on. Put it there. So, oh, nah, see, no. Because I cheat quite badly in these games. Yeah. I, people keep extra eyes on me, oh, so right, I can't okay. really cheat. There's a, there's one part of the board where if you land on it, you can only then go that way, yeah. carry on going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but trivial, trivial Pursuit. Does people still play Triv? Because when it came out, it was massive, wasn't it? I think a lot of smarter people play it. Joe, Joe in the crest, you're saying he still plays it. He played it a month ago. But they, there's, they keep updating the, the editions, don't they? Yeah. Back in the day when um, the two mics used to do the overnights, they actually had a section of the show where they just played Trivial Pursuit on air. How does that... Yeah. <laughs> you just hear like, that's a four, that is, Mike. And he'd be like, <clears throat> right, right, in <laughs> 1972. It was just crazy. <laughs> but it, it kept me listening. Right, that's your five? Yeah, true. Okay, let's great, find out why I'm Great start. I'm supposed to guess yours from well, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Well, what's the song called? Shut Up. Yeah. Well, I was only asking. <laughs> Take the first word of shut up. Shut. Right. And my my game has that as its first word. Shut. Small word, three letters. Sounds... Shut. You're, make, you're making a funny face at me. The. Shut the. Box. Shut the box. You've never heard shut the box? No, never. Amazing. Anyone in the question heard of? Ollie loves it. Anyone else? So you, it's, it's a very simple game. You've got a dice or a die. You don't want to guess who. You can flip things down. Yeah. Right. So on this, you've got numbers one to nine, which you can see. And then you've got... And you, you throw, I think, two dice, die, whatever it is. And then you've got to take the numbers down. So just say you throw a five and a three, right? You can either get rid of number eight or, or five, five and, and three. three, right? And then you've got to keep going. And you've got to get all the nine, all nine numbers Without not being able to get one. Okay, so just I've got, I've got rid of the eight and the five and the three, and I've yeah. got eight again. Yeah. Let's go. How are you, how are you rolling it? You might roll a six and a two, and then you can get rid of six and two. But I've rolled the exact same. And then you cut. That's it. That's the end of your go. Okay. Yeah. It's a great game. Sounds horrific. Oh no no no! It's a great game, isn't it, Ollie? It's wonderful. Yeah, I really like it. A lot of people listening are probably going on goal scenes one already. It's just a fake guess who over trivial pursuit. No, let me do we guess who. No, I gave you an example of how things move. Yeah, on the... so that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a fake guess who. No, though. it's nothing to do. I, I, you would never roll a dice and go, has he got a moustache? Yeah, true. Have you got guess who in, by the way? Huh? Did you put guess who in? I forgot about that. No. Did you not put guess who in? Listen. Oh, well, we'll find out. Okay. Should we move on quickly? Go for the bottom and go for the top. Watch for the block. Forget it. You're stuck. Go for the glory. Go for the star. Go for it. I win. Connect four. Go for it. Yeah. Connect four. 
The interesting thing is if people turn on now thinking we've gone to an ad break, they'll be thinking, that's an old advert they're playing now. <laughs> Connect Four. Connect Four, classic. Still play it now with my kids. Is it a good game? It's or is, a, it, is it, it one of those games where you go, that's a great game, but you think, mm. No, it's a classic. Four in a row. Yeah, it's easy. But I play it with my kids now. We'll still you play you cheat that, yeah. There's a way of cheating at that. Yeah, there is, yeah, of course there is. <laughs> you drop, sometimes you drop two in. If yeah, or <laughs> you put your finger in and then you can move <laughs> stuff out. And you go, not that one, I meant. But yeah. no, yeah, Connect Four, I love it. Still love it. Obviously, there's tactics to it as well. Oh, there are tactics. Yeah, you start, you put it in the middle. Oh, you go middle, do you? Yeah, because then you go either way, can't yeah, you? Yeah, At the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow and red. Yeah. Or blue and red. Is it, yeah, there's yellow there's and red, yellow, blue red. and red. Yeah, yeah. I used to like the feel of the coins. They're quite nice, thick plastic, weren't they? With yeah. the little ridge around it, like a giant one pound coin. Do you know, it's one of them games that I used to play as a, I used to play as a kid for hours, and I would never get bored. On your own? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never get bored. Betsy, what are you doing in there? Four in a row, done it. <laughs> get that four. Yeah, it's a good game. I like that. I wouldn't put it in my top five. I'm putting, well, putting it in my top five. Right. Even you, though you're, is, old, you're older than me. Actually, Connect Four would have been around in the 60s when you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in the 40s, so I would have played it throughout the Blitz, obviously. That's <laughs> uh, probably what I've chosen. Stop with the sticks, like so. Making a bed where the marbles go. You don't want those marbles, not at all. So pick a stick, but don't let them fall. Because if it goes kerplunk, you're sunk. Kerplunk from Tyco. Kerplunk. Pardon? Like you're speaking French there. <laughs> Kablunk. Hello, nice to see you. Kablunk. Kablunk. Yeah. You, you know, so you've got like a... Good advert, though. You, it was. You were nodding away. Like, I, I thought Benny's going to buy this now. Just <laughs> So you've got like a, a, a cylinder, plastic tube. Yeah. And in the middle of it, there's loads and loads of little holes. And then imagine plastic long toothpicks. Yeah. And then you fill up you fill up all the holes. So they're going across like that, right? Yeah. Like that. With toothpicks, with the yeah. toothpicks. So in theory, nothing can go from the top to the bottom because mm-hmm. all these toothpicks are in the way and then you load it with a load of marbles and then we each take it in turn to pull out a toothpick right this is and an absolute fake Jenga no, by this, the way no this is before Jenga by the way <laughs> right and then if a marble falls you take that and it's the one with the least amount of marbles it's an okay. amazing game so it came out have you put Jenga in by the way no but I forgot yeah, no, I, just thought, thought, I, I should have put Jenga in yeah we haven't yeah but Kaplunk amazing game can you still buy that now you can yeah of course you can You're listening to Andy Goldstein's Top 5s of the Year 2021. Let's carry on with the rest of our picks. Number 3. I'm playing checkers while they're playing chess. They make the big moves that make me a little less. You're listening to Drive on Talksport with me, Andy Goldstein. With Darren Bent, we're halfway through our Top 5 at 5, which is Family Games. What's this? Joe Dra- Checkers drafts. Drafts, yeah, but obviously this. this I don't song's... see you as a draft. This, this, this um, it's called Checkers and Chess. This, ch- this song, because right. Americans call it Checkers, don't they? Like, oh, I thought that's drafts. Checkers. That is drafts, but Americans call draft Checkers. Oh, I see, right. Okay. But yeah, I love drafts. What? That's not said as you never. I love drafts. Yeah, Darren love Ben. Yeah. Twenty. I was never good enough to play chess. So you play draft, didn't you? You're oh, rubbish right. at chess. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, play yeah, drafts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, brilliant. You know that about you. Get all the way to the end. Make it a queen. Double them up on top. What? That's chess. No, that's checkers. That's uh, drafts. You get all the way to the oh, end. You, don't. you get all the way to the end. The king, you mean the king? The king. Mm. And you put that on top. They du- Just a rule. You double them up, and then it can move anywhere. What do you mean anywhere? Like Backwards, forwards, anywhere. What, not diagonal? Yeah, diagonal, but obviously backwards and forwards. Whereas only the draft piece can only go forward, can't Oh, okay, they? I didn't know that. When did you last play drafts? I play it all the time. No, you don't. You so don't. I play, play it online sometimes as well on my iPad. You've got too much time on your... I ain't. <laughs> you play, play drafts online. Sometimes. Who are you playing? Randoms from around the world. This is new to me. Yeah, you play. You can play Monopoly for you play, Sorry, over. you play online drafts, drafts yeah. against people you don't know. Yeah. In the, later on in the show, 
I'll get a game up so you can have a look. Anyone in the crush believes that? Yeah, you do. You, you played the. Come here, and No, I just don't see you, Darren Bent, ex-England. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do tonight. It's a Friday. I might go online and play some giraffes. <laughs> Sometimes you're bored. I think if I'm watching football, I think oh, I'll get the, get the giraffes out. Do you? Yeah. Get the giraffes out. That sounds so wrong. To me. <laughs> What's <laughs> Bentley doing? He's getting his giraffes Great out. Great game, though. Very bizarre. Okay. Great game. Fair play to you. Let's find out what I've chosen. I'm bringing sexy back. Oh, I mean, listen, the tune is unbelievable. So, I'm, I'm trying to think of the. There's a new ball game out called Timberlake. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right, and you've got the big tree and you've got to cut it down. Yeah. And timber, and it goes into a lake. If you get it in the lake. Okay, that's not it, but sexy. The song <laughs> is called, a, wouldn't that be a great game? The call is called sexy, Timberlake sexy from NBA Games. It's called Sexy Back, so the game. Back. Backgammon. Oh, backgammon. Yeah. I um I got into backgammon only recently, about three or four years ago on holiday. My my mate's wife had a board game and she would take it down to the, the pool and then her and her husband would play it all the time. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she said, no one can beat me. And I was like, right. And I thought, I'm going to make it. I'm going to, that's going to be my task for the holiday. I think I beat it a couple of times, but I really got into it. It's great. If you've got like, I like things where if you've got 10 minutes to kill, you know, like I've got to go and pick the kids up in half. Oh, okay, quick game of backgammon. That's what I like. It's great. Yeah, really but you need someone to play with, correct? Yeah, I play with the missus, yeah. Or, or the kids play it now. Or my oh, mates play it. I've no, no idea you play it's backgammon. Good strategy. There's a lot of strategy involved. Is there? So you've got, you've, got to get, you've got all your little coins, as it yeah. were, all on these diamond, these, these what are they called? Uh, triangles, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. And you, you throw the dice, oh. and it's if it's like a four, you can go on each triangle, one, two, three, four. And you've got to get your coins out of the board before the other person. He's basically how it's played. It's very good. Yeah, that, that was one game that I kind of left at home. Apparently, left. it's the oldest board game in the world. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'll find a game that's equally as, as old no, you as haven't. that. You haven't. This one's 5,000 years old. What have you found? <laughs> yes. It is 5,000 yeah. years old. Is it? 5,000 yeah. years old? Yeah. They played backgammon. Yeah. There was dice 5,000 years ago. Do you oh, need yeah, you use dice? There probably was dice 5,000 years ago, yeah. Why is that th- it's only a square, isn't it? And a cube with six sides on it. <sighs> okay. 5,000 years ago. You know ago. the thing about the dice. It's not a big thing, but you know the thing about how the numbers add up. Do you know that? No. You don't know about that? No. So whatever number's on the top, underneath... Will, will add up to seven. You know that? I don't know. So if there's a two on top, there'll always be a five underneath. Oh, I didn't know that. If there's a three on top, there'll always be a four underneath. So if there's a six on top, there's a one underneath. Yeah, you go. Well done. Thanks. But it's simple as one. Right, we've done five, four, and three. Let's do twos and ones. Number two. It's only words and words are all I to take your heart. What's this? Boys home. Yeah. Words. Countdown. No. Picture Scrabble. What? Sorry, what's happened to Darren Bent? Who's stolen him? What? Two minutes ago, you, I played drafts online, now you play Scrabble. Scrabble, You don't game. play Scrabble. I do. Give me a seven-letter word. Go on, anything you want. Go. Come on, I've done it. Go on, anything. Website. Yeah, that is seven letters, yeah, word. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was laughing because I went, give me a seven-letter word, anything. And then you could have gone anything. I know, yeah. But no, yeah, Scrabble. Great game. You don't play Scrabble. I'm one of them as well. Ben, you don't play Scrabble. I'm one of them that plays Scrabble. You can just, just add spell your own name. On the end of everything. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm one of them that just adds an S on the end of anything. So that's all you do, is it? But I think it's a good game, Scrabble. Dog. 
Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> cats. Mm. Cats. Cats. Yeah, honestly, if I'm struggling, <laughs> Scrabble. You don't play Scrabble. I do. You so don't. I'll tell you I do. You don't, mate. Right, right, right. I'll give you some letters. Write down. No. Right. No, I'm going to give you some letters. No. No, come no. on. Scrabble is my number right, two. I'll give you some letters, and then you come up with a five-letter five word. This is not Countdown. Yeah, but that's how they play, isn't it? You've got all your letters in front of you, your tiles. Yeah, but then I can, I can work off what you've got. Oh, I see. Board. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, then write some down, then go. All right. Uh, a... <laughs> okay, A, right, A, D, G, K, K, S, O, and E. All right? Come what up am I supposed to do with that? Come up with a six-letter word. Take your time. I can't. Do okay, you do, 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 do yours, do yours. Right, we'll do my number two, and then when we come out, you've got a six-letter word. Play, right. play the tape. You got your word? Yeah, dog. <laughs> oh, well, I've got an S, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Inspector Cluedo, <clears throat> which is why I've gone for Cluedo. You play Cluedo? Yeah, good game. Right, name, I'm going to write it down. This is... Right. Don't, don't look at what I'm writing. Okay. Right. Name the one item that everyone says they use as the murder weapon in Cluedo. Go on. I've no idea. I've played this for, for years. Yeah, you know what the... Candlestick. What does that say? Candlestick. That's what everyone yeah. says, yeah. In the ballroom, billiard room, with the Professor Plum. Great game. Yeah, it's all right. I used to be able to cheat at that. I used to be able to cheat at Cluedo. Did Because you put the three in the envelope when you leave that on the board. Honestly, I've not played Cluedo for a Cluedo's long time. Good game. Not better to scrabble, though. Huh? Not better to scrabble. You don't play it. Are we doing our ones now, Joe? Producer Joe, we're going to do it the other side, are we? Okay, so we've done five, four, three, and two. My number one is the one. Just quickly, mine is Shut the Box, Kaplunk, Backgammon, and Cluedo. What are your five, four, three, and two? So my five was. Have you not got written in front of you? <laughs> Triple Pursuit. This is Connect Four, Drafts, Scrabble. Ones when we come back, and of course, we'll be looking ahead to a busy weekend of live football. Uh, you're listening to Drive on Talksport with me, Adagol, sitting alongside Darren Bent. We've, uh, we've done our five, four, threes and twos in the middle of this week's top five at five. It's on uh, board games or family games. Uh, so all that's left is the number ones. Now, just, just before you play it, you said to me earlier on that your number one is better than mine. Is that yeah. right? You still stand by that? Yeah. Okay, let's find out what you chose. <clears throat> number one. Street, a Monopoly. Monopoly. The greatest game. Was that, like, was that not number five? Oh, we talked about that at the top of the show, didn't we? Yeah, Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly is a wonderful it's the, game. It's the, it's the one. It's the, it's the greatest game. Monopoly. Yeah, it brings everyone together. Everyone cheats at it. Do you know what, do you know what they say the, play, the average playing time is? Oh, that's a great question. Hold on. Two and a half hours. It's between, between 20 minutes. I've never known a Monopoly game to finish in 20 minutes, by the way. No. 20 minutes and 180 minutes. Oh, it's all three hours. Yeah, but it's a lot of three hours. It depends how many people, I'm guessing. Because yeah. when there's a lot of people, it takes ages, doesn't it? Producer Joe just said something in my come into the studio. I can't I can't just repeat what you've just said and then move on. What Listen to what producer Joe just sit down there, Joe. This is what he just said in my ear. So I again. played for four days once. Summer holidays. Four days? Yeah. What non stop? One game. No, we went to bed at night, me and my brothers. Woke up the next day, carried on. All day. Went to bed. On holiday? No, no, no. School, <laughs> school holidays. Why was, it, why was the game not fun? finishing? Would you really good at it? You can't be really good at it. Money's going to be exchanged. You're going to lose. Good business. What the same? Sorry, the same Monopoly game lasted four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who won? 
Uh, we did, never finished it. Oh, shut no, up, honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, my mum made us take it off the dinner table and put it all away. Well, that was it. I don't believe you. I don't believe you can play Monopoly for four hours. What year do you no, think it came days? out? What year do I think Joe came out? Yesterday, I think, with that story. Monopoly. 1954. Nope, 35. Okay. Back to Joe's story. <laughs> four, four days? Yeah, four days. All right, if anyone can beat that, 08717. Longest you've played a game for? Do you know what? Just quickly, before we do my number one, that reminded me, in my summer holidays, right? Oh, look, you're not happy. He's not happy, are you? I'll put a load of Haribo sweets in front. Give them, give them to me. You're not happy. In one of my summer holidays when I was a kid, we had a game. Who could... Not a game, but it was how long could you stay in a shop for when I was about 18 or 15? I stayed in WH Smith for four hours. Why? <laughs> Doing what? Bored. Just bored. Doing what? I mean, look, looking at books and entertaining myself. You said you were bored, so you start, went to WH Smith and looked at books. Well, whatever I did in WH Smith, I think it was over four hours. If you just said Woolworths, I'd have said, yeah, okay, I get that. <laughs> it's the same type of shop. So you've gone for Monopoly? Yeah, great okay. game. It? it is a great that game. That would be in your five, wouldn't it? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, you had that. You stole all five before I could even get going. Let's find out what I've chose. <laughs> No, that was the right one. That was the right one. You know, quickly before you tell me what yours is. Yeah. They don't make TV programs that they used to. No, Danger Mouse was amazing. Un- and even the little theme tune. Do you know who did the voice for Danger Mouse? No. That was David Jason, who's Del Boy. Was it? And you know who played the voice for Penfold? Rodney. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> That would have been amazing. No, that was um June. No, June. Terry, who did Terry and June. I can't remember his names. Him. It was him. Great for TV programs. What's your number one? Uh, Mousetrap. Mouth really? Do you yeah. think you can still buy an Argos? What's wrong with where you no, buy? No, you no. can buy Monopoly in Argos. You can buy all these in Argos. What's that got to do with yeah, it? I don't know why I said that, James. This is strange. I'll tell you why I like Mousetrap, right? Because I don't know anyone who actually set it up and played it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you remember Mousetrap, yeah? yeah? Of so you, you'd have a million different working parts. Yeah. I remember the staircase with the bucket and the boot that would kick it, and then a ball bearing would come out and then yeah. go left, right, left, right, left, right. And then. Eventually, you'd have the thing that would jump into the bath. Remember that? Yeah. Right, and eventually you'd have it all leading to the mousetrap that was at the top of the the spiky thing, and it would go and go boom down to yeah. Yeah. But because it was all so fragile that when you'd like roll the dice on it, or you all of a sudden the mousetrap or the ball bearing <laughs> would come. I, I never knew anyone that actually could play the game. Good game that. But it was a great game. Yeah. It was great. That really does remind you of your childhood, doesn't it? The, yeah. The old mousetrap game. Mousetrap. Hungry Hippo was another one when yeah. I was a kid. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I like that. I enjoyed our top five and five. Yeah, me too. It's good. I wouldn't say you won. I'd say it was a nice draw. No, I think Monopoly. The, the, probably, I, yeah, Monopoly okay, yeah, best probably, yeah. yeah. And it goes without saying that I'd hate to be around producer Joe's house when the ball games come out at Christmas time. Very strange. That's why we don't allow him to have any input into our top fives or any of the show, for that matter. You're listening to Andy Goldstein's top fives of the year 2021. Stay tuned as we bring you the rest of our picks after the break. 
the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hello and welcome to Andy Goldstein. Yeah, that's me. And my top five, top fives of the year 2021. Presented by, oh yeah, me, Andy Goldstein. Let's move on, shall we? Here's our top five captains. In the meeting, when we started talking about captains, we all got a bit carried away with the word captain. So it's not necessarily football captains. I've got one football captain. I've got two. Okay. But our favourite captains. Just captains that make us smile. Yeah. Easy or difficult for you to make this list? Yeah, easy. Was really it? easy. Okay, all right. That's not. Are you going to yawn there? Nope. Okay, look like hell. What's your problem? In. No, you just look. What's your problem? <laughs> if we had a fight, a boxing match, you and I, I'd absolutely smash your head off. <laughs> all right, I'm looking to ask that. <laughs> so violent, isn't he? Why so violent? You asked the question. No, I didn't. That, I was going to say, would it be for charity? <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Let's find out what you've chosen as a favourite captain. Number five. Naylor calling for the early ball in the box. Gets it now, does Naylor. Good, intelligent header back as well to Vildes. Back and Holland finish. A bullet in a shot. A cracker of a goal. And Ipswich give themselves genuine hope. Matt Holland. Now, I put him in there because, of course, I came through the Ipswich Town Academy and I had the pleasure of playing with Matty twice, first at Ipswich Town and then at Charlton. But what a captain. In terms of our captain should be with younger players... Not many better than him in terms of taking the time out to kind of work with me, come and watch the games, talk to me when I got in the team, helping me out every step of the way. He was kind of influential in my move to mm. Charlton as well. He was there already, helping me settle into the Premier League. I'd only had a little taste of it. So, I mean, everything about a captain doing things the right way. Matt Holland for me, I, I can't hold, high, hold him mm. Sorry, in any higher regard because he I, was superb. I know Matt, obviously, from working with him for, mm. for years, many, for, sorry, for here for many years. But obviously I didn't know him when he was playing. I get the feeling he was one of the most, like West Ham's captain, one of the most dedicated players uh, you've ever come across. Everything. Everything about him was immaculate all the time, whether it's his appearance. But he was never one of them. that He'd ball and scream a little bit if things weren't going well. But he always seemed to do it in the right way, if that makes sense. Like If he shouted at me, if some people shouted at me, some captains, you'd take it maybe a little bit personally. Like, why are you talking to me like that? But he had a way of, of even if he had to get information across, even if he had to kind of shout to, to get it, you never thought to yourself, like, why are you talking to me like that for? You'd go, Okay, right. All right, skip. 
get on with it. Mm. Proper, proper captain. Okay. That's your number five? Yep. Maybe I didn't understand the brief. This is my choice. Yeah, I've chosen Captain Birdseye. What is this? Fish fingers. Captain Birdseye, yeah. Fish fingers. I'll crew up the one of my favourite adverts. This was an advert. Yeah. What do you think it was? A TV series. Part of a film or something. No. Captain Birdseye, played by John Hewer, between 1967 and 1998. He's 86 years old now. By the way, he's still around. Thankfully, right? If he's listening or anyone knows John Hewer, I'd be honoured to have him on the show. Can you imagine if we got Captain Birdseye on today's show? Someone somewhere knows John Hewer. Wouldn't that be great? He's 86. And he's one of your favourite ever captains. Great captain. Because what year did it start? Captain Birdseye. Uh, 1967. So you were born in 69? 59. 69. So he had a a captain's hat and he was on a ship. I remember the other. Okay. White, big white beard. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I know you're thinking of Father Christmas. Not. And he'd give out, he'd give out um, fish fingers, and it made me want to eat fish fingers. And then my kids eat fish fingers. We love fish fingers. Yeah, yeah. you like fish fingers? Yeah, I like fish fingers. Do you ever, ever have a fish finger sandwich? So I, I have a fish finger sandwich with a bit of a, a difference to it there. Go on. So I have fish fingers. Yeah, I, I, I would guess that. Yeah. yeah. Bread. Coleslaw. Right. Yeah, that works. And reggae reggae sauce. Oh wow, that's oh, interesting. That pops. How many me. how many um, fish fingers are you putting in there? Four. Yeah, four-ish. You counted there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Four. But you have to put it a certain way, because when you cut it... It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You want to slice down the middle <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I get that. All right, so there are our fives. Let's move on. Number four. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Captain gives orders on the ship. The captain of the ship has given orders. My ship makes me captain. They be my charts. That makes you sharper. Top five favourite captains, one of the best top fives we've ever done. <laughs> Who was that? Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, right, okay. Played by Johnny Depp. You know, I've never seen those films. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, 2003. He's my, one are of my favourite movies? They are good movies. Mm, the first three are, are good. How many are there? I think there's four or five. Do you know what he bases his, his appearance on? Do you know what he's... A pirate? No. Uh, one of them from um, the Rolling Stones. Does he? Yeah. Name with the fellow from the Rolling Stones. It's not Ronnie Wood. It's not Mick Jagger. It's the one that looks like Captain Jack, Jack Sparrow. Well, yeah, Jack Sparrow. What's his name? Can someone come up with another Rolling Stone for me? No? No. No, they can't. They can't the, the... You think about it, though. You're, no, you're, not really you're sitting there with a laptop open, and we are connected to the internet, so just type it in. Okay, yeah, fine. Okay, you add it. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow, great film. I mean, the first film, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, had, had Orlando Bloom in it, and it also had Kira Knightley. Great film, Johnny Depp, playing a captain. A little bit weird, a bit strange. Fantastic. Keith Richards. Oh, nice. That's who it's based on. Cliff Richards, I like it. Cliff Richards. Got <laughs> <laughs> myself yeah. for crying. Talking. Yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow. All right, that's good. That's my number We've four. got time for one more. We've got my one. Okay, let's, let's find out what my number, where are we, four is. Risk. Risk is our business. That's what the Starship is all about. That's why we're aboard her. Captain Kirk, Captain James T. Kirk, Star Trek, who Le- boldly went where no man has been before. Legend. On the USS Enterprise. 
No, what years do you reckon uh, um, that, that was on? What? 70. 66 to 94. That's a long... William Shatner played yeah, it. Legend, William Shatner. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Kirk. I was, I, was, I was never Star Trek man, though. No, nor me. Well, you know, of course, my love for Star Wars. Yes, yeah, so it was either one or the other, wasn't it? And I was yeah. never Star Trek. Are you a Shatner fan? Yeah, William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember TJ Hooker over that programme? Cop series? Yeah. Saturday morning? Was it two of them? Two cops? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They had dark hair. Yeah. I think there was a girl involved as well. Yeah. But good, wasn't it? It wasn't bad. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to our number two of Drive Time's Top Fives of the Year 2021. My goodness, that's a mouthful. Presented by me, Andy Goldstein. So far, we've had our top five major tournament moments, family games, don't ask, and we were halfway through our top five captives. So far, Bentley chose TalkSport's very own Matt Holland as his number five. All friends. And mine was Captain Birdseye. <clears throat> it sort of works. His number four was Jack Sparrow. Mine was Star Trek's Captain Kirk. And all that means, of course, we're now on to our number threes. Number three. Where were you born? Huntsville, Alabama, but technically I don't remember that part. Name your first pet. Mr. Snoofers. Mr. Snoofers. That's what I said. Did I pass? Not yet. First job? Soldier. Straight out of high school. Left the ranks of full bird colonel. Then? Spy. Where? It was the Cold War. We were everywhere. Uh, Belfast, Bucharest, Belgrade, Budapest. I like to be as I can make them right. Now? Been riding a desk for the past six years, trying to figure out where our future enemies are coming from. Never occurred to me they would be coming from above. Name a detail so bizarre a scroll could never fabricate it. We're halfway through our top five of five. It's on captains today. Can I go now? Yep. Captain Marvel. Right. Obviously Marvel. You know that like Marvel. You love your Marvels. Brie Larson, 2019. Captain Marvel. Super. I haven't seen that one. You know I'm trying to get through my Marvel. Yeah, but you're watching it in some random order. I am. Good but film, I can that. still watch. Is Captain Marvel the fellow with the shield? That's Captain America. Right. Captain, Captain Marvel's Marvel. a woman. She wears, she's in all red. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, Captain Marvel, yeah. Is she good? Very, very good. I, she... I like her. A lot of people didn't really like her film, but I liked it. Have you seen um, uh, Wonder Woman, like 1986, whatever it's called? 1984. What's it called? 1984. Why, is, why have they chosen that year in particular? I don't quite know. I've not, you know, I've not watched that one yet. That's, D, that's DC, by the way, not Marvel. Does it matter to you? Well, I, if I'm honest, I, I prefer DC. I like DC. Um... I only prefer DC because I've always been a Superman. Oh, right. Okay. He's my favourite. But yeah, favourite captain, Captain Marvel. Alright, that's good. B bizarrely, I've gone for a Captain Marvel as well. And Robson again getting it back from Stapleton. He's on his way. Can he find the shot? Brilliant goal! Brian Robson makes a superb equaliser for Manchester United. Oh, Brian Moore commentating. What a fantastic voice that was. Captain Marvel, my favourite player as a kid growing up, Brian Robson. At United for, what, 13 years? Two, two Premier Leagues, two FA Cups. And a European Cup Winners' Cup as well. Lucky enough to have met Brian Robson when I was a kid and lucky enough to work with him as an adult. And I still get the same buzz when I see him today. Yeah. In fact, how mad is this? Last season, I think our first game at home was Palace. This is behind closed doors. What, what was the score that game? Yeah, I think we got. I think we lost. And uh, I can't really... I've got... Uh, it wasn't this, what was the score in that game? Did we lose... I think it will be 2-1 or 3-1. I think it was something awful, wasn't it? Mm. It might have been 3. Anyway... Um, I was doing MUTV that day and the stand, the, the whole ground was empty and I was doing it with Brian Robson. And then we went out into the, the stand where we were allowed to and we watched the game. And I was sat in Old Trafford next to Brian Robson watching the football. I mean, it was crazy. Absolutely. I, I spent a bit of time with Brian Robson to be I mean, fair. He's an absolute, yeah. in my world, superstar, legend. People absolutely love him. Yeah, they do. He's, I mean, he's just a genius, that fella. Would he get in your all-time United? Yeah, 11? I think he would. I'd find a place for him. I love him. We'll see a bit him or Keane, isn't it? It's going to be that role. 
Well, who's it going to be? Isn't it? Him or Keane? Robbo. It's got to be Brian Robson. You know, you know Keane won seven Premier Leagues. I know. Listen, Keane's fantastic, right? He's not good enough to get your team. <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> He's not, that's what you're saying. You should be good enough to get on the show. <laughs> Somehow manage it two days a week. Right, so we've done five, four, and three, yeah? Yeah. Our top five captains. Let's find out what you've chosen next. Number two. Adam's trying to get free at the near post. Berg got ahead to it. Fiera. Oh! It flew in. Schmeichel. Perhaps surprised by the shot. Always against United. Every single time. Patrick Vieira. Great captain. Arguably one of the best captains of the Premier League. How long was he captain for? Was he a proper long term? Long, well, he was at Arsenal for nine years. Yeah, but when he was there, you had other captains around. Tony well, Adams. Tony Adams, there. but I think he, I'm pretty sure he got the captaincy off Tony Adams. Do you know Tony Adams was, tw- I think, 21 or, or 17 when he was captain of Arsenal? I think 21. He is now. Pro- and you know what? It was, it was either going to be Vieira or Tony Adams. Yeah. I mean, Thierry's my favourite player, of course, but as a captain, I think Thierry was was a good captain because he was the best player, head and shoulders above him. But Vieira would go to war. I mean, there's always that classic clip in there, him and Roy Keane in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. Fantastic. Here's a question for you. I think I know the answer. Who, who's the youngest ever captain of a cup final side? Do you know that? Ooh, cup final side? Yeah, I think the answer for Sunderland is Barry Venison. When they played Liverpool, I think, when they played Liverpool in a League Cup final. I think he was 17. Well, that can't be right, can it? Why is that it in my head? It can be right. 17, he kept in his side, Barry Venison. Well, so, someone tweet me or uh, Instagram it. Oh, no, listen, 05. they will. <laughs> yeah, they will, they will. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Vieira is my number two. What a, what a player. I've just been told Ray Wilkins, sorry, he was 18 when he kept in Chelsea. Can you just Google Barry Venison? I'm sure he was 17 when he kept in Sunderland in the League Cup final. Oh, is, this your, is this yours or mine? Top five. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Ben. <laughs> no, but yeah, Patrick sorry, Vieira. D. <laughs> Patrick Vieira. I love him. What a player. Yeah, it was fantastic. Him and Petit, what a combination as well. Uh, listen, he, him, him and Petit were good, but I liked it when it was him and Gilberto. You, you prefer Gilberto over, over Petit? If we, took a, if we look at the Invincibles, yeah. Okay. Gilberto was good. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong, Petit was, was very good, but I, I did like Vieira. I liked him with Gilberto. I liked him with Edu. I've just been told Barry Venison was 20. Okay, was it the so cup you final? you way off it then. Was it the cup final for Sunderland? Was it? Still 20 years old to lead out a cup final side. Imagine you when you were 20. Yeah, Ray, Ray's just 18. Yeah. When he captain Chelsea, Ray Wilkins, God bless him. Wow. That's incredible. That tells you just what kind of character those people yeah. are. 18. I'm, pre- and I'm pretty sure Fernando Torres was captain of Atletico yeah. very young. Go on, what age? You're not, you're not even going to give an age out. Just very young, yeah? I'm going to say maybe 20. 21, maybe? I'm guessing. We'll find out. Uh, While we find out, let's find out what I've chosen as my second favourite captain of all time. Captain Cayman! Set free by the Teen Angels from his prehistoric block of glacier ice comes the world's first superhero, Captain Caveman! Now the constant companion to the Teen Angels, Brenda, Dee Dee and Taffy in their hilarious... Yes, I've gone for Captain Caveman. Quickly, Do you remember, yeah. Torres yeah. was 19. Okay, you just said that. That's nice. Captain Caveman. Have you ever heard of Captain Caveman? I haven't, no. He was only on telly for three years as a kid. I was growing up. It was my favourite cartoon. Uh, Mel Blanc voiced Captain Caveman. You know Mel Blanc? Mm-hmm. So he also voiced Bugs Bunny. And watch up, Doc. Also voiced Daffy Duck. You can take your new broom and <laughs> sweep your own floor. And, <laughs> and Porky Pig as well. Hey, uh, what's all that racket? What a superstar. What's Mel a superstar? Blanc was Captain K-Man and all the others. So he's my second favourite captain. Captain K-Man. Four. Yeah, what should I... Uh... Here we go. Big number one's coming up. 
Number one. You know your teams, you know your missions. Get the stones, get them back. One round trip each, no mistakes, no do-overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean we should know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives. And we're going to win. Oh, goosebumps. Who's that? Who is that? What? Who's that? Yeah. Captain America. Oh, right, giving okay. that speech. Is he the fellow with the shield? Yes, giving out that speech. Why would, did I watch one of them and, and the fellow with the shield beat up Iron Man? Because that was Civil War. I told no. you. Okay. Obviously, half of them signed that kind of treaty yeah, and the yeah, other yeah. half didn't. Why but Captain America is my favourite. Chris is Evans he? played him. Chris Evans? Yeah. What, down the end From of down, yeah. Virgin? Yeah, Chris Evans played He's him. He's done well for himself, hasn't he? <laughs> 2011, that first film, the first Avenger. Yeah, Captain America. Who's your favourite um, character Avenger. of all time? Avenger. I don't know what that means. Marvel, Captain America by some distance. Marvel, Captain America, right. DC. But, but overall, superhero. DC, oh, Superman. All right, okay. Clark Kent. How old are you? 32. Right, you grown man, right. Okay, just checking. Here's my favourite captain. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. I about run Imperial starships? Not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking about the big Karelian ships now. She's fast enough for you, old man. Han, so Captain Han Solo. That's the first time we meet Captain Han Solo in Star Wars. The cheek of you. Captain Han Han Solo. The cheek of you. What I'm a grown man and you chose Captain Caveman, or whatever he's called. <laughs> With Bugs Bunny and all that yeah. in it. Yeah. How old are you? Actually, don't say Slightly older. <laughs> yeah. Captain Han Solo, my favourite captain legend. of the time. He's a legend. Isn't yeah. He? Such a cool actor. Harrison Ford's fantastic. Although when you see him interviews, very, very subdued, very quiet, isn't he? Have you seen that? There's been a lot of movies, though, not yeah. A lot of movies. Go on. 30 seconds on the clock, please, Ollie. 30 seconds on the clock. We'll go five each. Harrison what? Ford movies. Can I? Okay, I'm You first. can only have one genre, so you can't name <laughs> all the Star Wars movies. All right. All right. Go. Star Wars. Hold on. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. The Fugitive. Yeah. Air Force One. Yeah. What's that? Um, clear and Present Danger. Okay, well done. So now I've got to come up with five more, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think Clear and you know, I'm, I'm, I think Clear and Present Danger's him. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, he is. It is him. Okay, my five. Okay, you ready? Uh, witness. All right. Um. It was Patriot Games. Yeah. yeah that's that Jack Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Return of the Jedi. No, that's Star Wars. I, I haven't it. done one yet. No, but it doesn't matter. I I've, I've, no, done I've done it. I've said. I've said. Star Wars. Jones, I've said that. I've said. No, you said the other. No, no. See you. You are. And, um, you know what? You're rubbish. Rubbish. The Harrison Ford story. Uh, just I quick, I could have gone again. Just quick, go on then. Go on then, another no, five no, for you. No, 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 Come on. What, what lies beneath? You can't do it. Why say it? You got one. You're listening to Andy Goldstein's Top Fives of the Year 2021. I think we all know that Benny is just a child. Now, on to a real grown-up top five. Here's our top five favourite animated characters. Are we running out of things? Are we running out of top fives? No, loads, loads. I don't think we are running I out. I think there's loads. I think there's loads. So we've done our top five favourite animated characters. This mm. on the back of the new Buzz Lightyear movie, the trailer for it dropping. You, were you rushed to the cinema? When did you last go to the cinema, by the way? To watch Bond. Oh, you saw the Bond. Okay, before that? Oh, See, I don't go to the cinema, yes. but the Bond, the Bond thing got me going as well. That, yeah. got, that got me to the cinema, yeah. I think actually before that I saw Space Jam, I think, at the cinema. 
Mm. What do you mean Space Jam? What, the original one? No, the Space Jam was in LeBron James one. Oh, it's come out, is it, that one? Yeah. Oh, is that any good compared to the original? I mean, the original's the original, isn't oh, it? Okay. But I is, like is it a remake? It's not a remake. Yeah, it is a remake. It's like a new film. Yeah, well, I understand the principle behind it, but is it the same film, but just... It's the same principle. Regurgitated, yeah. Yeah. It is. Do they reference the first film? No. Okay, fine. Right, so you've done... Uh, oh, we've both done our top five animated characters. Yeah. Easy or difficult for you to do? Very difficult. Why? Because you couldn't so get many. your head around the like, fact what, what animation what, meant. One, no, one and two, yeah, easy. Yeah. But the others are difficult. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Should we find out where we start? Go on then. Let's do it. Number five. Good music. Inspector Gadget, yeah? Inspector Gadget. What was his dog called? Oh. And there was a girl in it, wasn't there? The girl was called Penny. Well. Penny was the girl. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was... Don Adams was the original voice. The first episode came out in 1982. You're doing your research now, are you? No, I've got it in front of me. Oh, right, oh, yeah. oh, oh, right. On your iPhone? In my book. Oh, right, OK. So yeah, Inspector Gadget, I loved it. I remember it being on... I think it was... ITV. ITV, but I think it went to Sky One, I think. Oh, yeah, he probably did, yeah. Yeah, but I like Inspector Gadget. So, the, the premise behind it was he was awful, but the people, Penny and the dog, they Penny kept saving... Sav- Penny had the book. But they kept saving him, didn't they? they and he didn't sa- realise. Yeah. He thought he was doing all the good but, work. But I think Penny would do something to his, his, his stuff, and the Gadget would come out and save and him would at work, the right yeah. moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Inspector Gadget, yeah. You chose Gadget as... I loved fun. it when I was a kid growing up, yeah. Really? When was the last time you watched an episode of it? Uh, Inspector Gadget? Yeah. Back in the 90s. Some of you might have got, you've got kids, you might go back to it, you might yeah, have shown no. them. Quite a few of mine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about three, three or four of them. I've, I've... Well, three of mine you'd go back to, 100%. Oh, right, okay. But yeah, five, Inspector Gadget, All I loved right. it. That's like, you're number five, this is mine. Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 4072. My ship is run off course en route to Sector 12. I've crash-landed on a strange planet. The impact must have awoken me from hypersleep. Terrain seems a bit unstable. No readout yet if the air is breathable. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? Oh, yeah! Ah! Whoa! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't I've gone for Buzz Lightyear. I've stuck him in there. Yeah? This is scary. This is scary. He was either Buzz or Woody, and I was more yeah, Woody. Yeah, I liked them both, but Buzz, because the new film's coming out. How scary is this, right? Toy Story came out over a quarter of a century ago. Did it? 1995. Yeah, do you know, yeah. A quarter of a century ago is when Toy Story came out. Mm. That's frightening, isn't it? It is, but then when you said 95, I went, yeah, okay. Like, Yeah, but that doesn't feel like a quarter of a century ago. It feels like a long time ago, though. Does it? Yeah. Where were you, where were you at 95? What were you doing? I was in London as a kid. <laughs> like <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, all right. Um, How old are you? 30? Yes, I just celebrated my 30th birthday, not too far off it. Uh, that was voiced by Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear. I think the first... I don't know how many... How many Toy Stories are there? Four? Five? Five. Four. I've been shown four by a lot of people. Four Toy Stories. Good films. They're all fantastic. They all, they all hold time, don't they? You yeah, can watch them now. The, the, the first one's the one in it. Yeah, but you watch them now. You don't. There are some movies you watch. You go mm, over time that wears a bit. Yeah. They still stand up. They're fantastic movies. Yeah, they really so, are. So you Buzz Lightyear, yeah. I've gone Buzz. Okay, okay, let's move on to fours. Number four. You see, I thought time had already stopped. I guess I screwed up, huh? <laughs> what a delightful little tale, Mister Bravo. I sympathise wholeheartedly. And to think this was all started by a blinking VCR. My word, if I had a nickel for all the trouble I've had with those things, why, one time I thought I was stuck in July 23rd for six weeks. <laughs> Case dismissed. Yay! Yay! Oh, Johnny, 
Johnny Bravo. Johnny right? Bravo. <laughs> I've never got that. 1995 it came out, voiced by Jeff Bennett. I mean, that... I it, don't know anyone that likes Johnny Bravo. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> what was the premise behind it? I know I know the shape of him, the size of him and all that, but what was the, what like was the he story? Was, he was obviously... He looked super strong, but he really wasn't. He was just an idiot. No, he wasn't. He was just an idiot, wasn't he? Every time he tried to do something, he'd get beat up by whoever he was fighting against. But he always tried to win the girls, and he always tried to get the girl, which was Bunny Bravo, I think. Oh, no, that might have been his daughter. <laughs> you <laughs> should find out that. Yeah, but he always tried to... That impress a girl if there was a lady there. Right. And it would just backfire and make him look like an idiot. Oh, I thought it was some, about someone that was really cool and tough and no, strong. He, yeah, he looks cool. He thinks he's really cool. Yeah. But he just get absolutely embarrassed oh, by whoever okay. he was fighting against. Is that on anymore? Is it on no. any channels? It's that, not. That, no, I think it only... I mean, I think the last episode was... 2004 was the last episode. Right, it was okay. released in 95. 17 years ago. Yeah. I why, why, why does every year from years ago... Why does that sound like it was like so far away? 2004 seems like yesterday... 17 years ago. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? A long time. You gone for Bravo? This is my number four. Pardon me, but you know, you were just like a wabbit. And uh, come here. Listen, Doc. Now, don't spread this around. But, uh, confidentially, I am a wabbit! I've got the bugs. I think one of us had to stick Bugs Bunny in. Oh, I would have probably put him in somewhere. And, and he had to have a Looney Tunes character in. I'd, you know, we grew up watching Bugs Bunny. By the way, neither of us, th- I think I'm right in that neither of us have put Tom and Jerry in. Yeah, none. I haven't. You're not a Tom and Jerry fan? No. Have you put Danger Mouse in yours? No, I haven't. Or Penfold. I haven't put that in. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But no, I love, I mean, Bugs Bunny. Um, the fir- What year do you reckon the first one was? First Bugs come out in what year? 52. 38. 1938. That's over 200 years ago. Uh, Mel Blanc, or Blank. Blank, Mel Blank was the voice of Bugs Bunny. He did loads of them. He did Daffy Duck and Porky Pig. What year did it come out? 1938. And it came out over 200 years ago? Yeah, that was the joke. Oh. Yeah, well, who, picked you, who picked me up on that? Ollie. Did <laughs> Ollie thought, say that? No, I just thought, yeah. what? Yeah, that's, I, was just, I was just playing. <laughs> I'll sit again. What <laughs> are you trying to work Do it out? Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah, I've gone for Bugs Bunny. I've stuck him in there. Right. He's, I mean, he's just a legend. He was so cool. Of course cool. he's a legend. He's like the original. I wonder if a lot... I, I didn't, but I wonder if a lot of kids, because of it, got onto eating carrots. Because it looked cool when he did it. Mm, don't know. You think so? When I think of the original cartoon characters, I think of him and I think of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I don't like Mickey Mouse. He's a legend, though, isn't he? I don't think. He, I, th- I think he's overrated. I think if I met Mickey, he'd get on my nerves. I think he'd be a mis- like a Noel, wouldn't he? You wouldn't want to go. You wouldn't go. Want to go out drinking with Mickey Mouse, would you? Would you though? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't want to go out drinking with. You want to go out with Bugs Bunny, right? Okay, you want to go out with Daffy Duck. He'd be fun. Daffy Duck's fun. Yeah, Porky Pig. He'd be fantastic after he's had a Elmer couple of Fudd. beers. Thud would be brilliant, but <sighs> I don't know if you'd want to go out for a drink with Mickey. Which one's the dog? Is it Pluto? There's Pluto. No, 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 no. Or Goofy. Goofy's funny. Right, but it, which one's the dog? One of them's a do- Are they both dogs? Hmm. I don't one, know. one of them was actually a dog, and one of them like stood up and spoke to Mickey, yeah? You don't know this? No. Yeah, so, so Pluto yeah. was a dog. Yeah. And and Goofy, Goofy stood was up to, also a dog, yeah, but, but for some talk, reason he could stand talk, up yeah. and, yeah. Well, that big hat, ta- yeah, that yeah, top yeah. hat. Yeah, very bizarre. Okay. Uh, fives and fours done let's move on number three Simba let me tell you something that my father told me look at the stars the great kings of the past look down on us from those stars really? yes so whenever you feel alone just remember that those kings will always be there to guide you and so will I 
That's Darth Vader, isn't it? <laughs> that is. That is Darth Vader. Yeah, it's, I know. It just sounds I, like Darth Vader, though, doesn't it? I know, because it's the same person. There's a bit where he says, I know, but it's the voice is him. But we say something. Can you go back to the beginning there, Ollie? We say something about, I'm your father. He says, Number boss. three. No, not that Simba. Bit. Here you go, listen. Number three. No, not that bit. Simba. Number three. No, no, fine. Simba. A bit, bit more. That's it. Let me tell. Simba. No, not that bit. Let me tell you something that my father told me. My father told me. It was me. the same my person. You know that, right? My, yeah, my that, father told me. Yeah, that bit. My father well, told me. My father told me. My father told me. That's a bit. Mufasa. <laughs> well, put on a bit of weight, but it's not even that. James Earl Jones, probably arguably the most famous voice out there. Oh. He's up there. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, you talk about guys with Mufasa okay. and Lion King yeah, 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 and Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah, okay. Yeah, James Earl Jones. First came out in 94. Iconic film, The Lion King. Mufasa, great voice. Had to be in there, didn't Have it? you? I saw the new version of that, the animated version of that. It was good. Yeah? Is that with Beyonce? It's got Beyonce and all that in it, hasn't it? They're what, the voices. What? Oh, well, they are, don't know. Yeah, they're the voices. Childish Gambino, uh, Beyonce, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino? Yeah. What's the, a singer? He's a singer, yeah. Childish Gambino? Yeah. Is he young or old? He sings that tune, uh, Redbone. Remember that tune, Redbone? No. Uh, I've played it in the break. Okay, sing oh, it to me. No. Well, we're faster, yeah, number three. All right. I think we've got time for my number three. Number three. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Weren't you the one I caught playing patty cake with old man Acme? You didn't catch me, Mr. Valiant. You were set up to take those pictures. What are you talking about? Maroon wanted to blackmail Acme. I didn't want to have anything to do with it, but he said if I didn't pose for those patty cake pictures, Roger would never work in this town again. I've had to go for Jessica Rabbit. I've had to stick Jessica Rabbit in my top five. Five. Well, she's voiced by Kathleen Turner, who's got just one of the sexiest voices in the world. Kathleen Turner. Are you talking about War of the Roses? Yeah. Jewel of the Nile? Yeah. What's the other one? There's, a, there's another one that's in that like, little three. Jewel of the Roses. Jewel of the Nile, War of the Roses, and... There was another one. Romance in the Stone. Romance in the Stone. Yes. Great film. Yeah. So I've gone for her, because I've gone for Jessica Rabbit, because she voiced it. I also love the film. It came out in 1988, and I remember getting really... You know, sometimes you get really excited about a movie when it's came. It was the first time where, you know, you had humans actually in an animation... Yeah. And I just Bob, Bob Hoskins in Bob that. Bob Hoskins was in it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was like a breakthrough in in cinematic history. I thought it was. Go on. It's got your man in it as well, isn't it? From Back to the Future, Lord mm. Christopher Lloyd. Yes, yeah. it has. He's the baddie. He's the baddie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. That is. When was the last time you saw that? That was on Sky of the Week. Who framed, was it really? Did it? Yeah. Did it stand up? Did it oh no! Good? Oh, I mean, the, some of the effects are a bit like. But you still watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Andy Goldstein's Top 5s of the Year 2021. Let's carry on with the rest of our picks. Number 2. No more Optimus Prime. Grant me mercy, I beg of you. You, who are without mercy, now plead for it. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. You like some rubbish. Transformers. You like some rubbish. Optimus Prime. Robots in disguise. Did you have a Transformer? Yeah, of course I did. Honestly, yeah. Tran- honestly, anyone in the in the crash like Transformers? Anyone like that? Ollie, I knew you'd put your hand up. Optimus Prime. I, listen, I, I, it was a flip of a coin. Optimus Prime or Megatron? Megatron's right. the bad. What are you talking about? These are the so Optimus these are characters in it. Yes, Optimus right. Prime is the head right. of the. I thought uh, Optimus Prime is the, the new thing with the virtual reality. Where you put it on you and you can. What's that called? The what? Oh, that's Oculus. Go on. Yeah. So you got Optimus Prime who's head of the goody, the good guys, you and Megatron's so the bad. That you like all this. It's a grown that. man. Have not seen a good film with like it's got things like Wahlberg in it. There's some Tyrese's in it. Who? Tyrese. Shia LaBeouf's in it. The, the new Transformers. It's not yeah. new now, but yeah. Megan Fox is in it. I've seen that one. I bet you have. I've seen that. Why do you say that? 
Which is, I said, why? Why I didn't say it. Why? Why did you say that? <laughs> but yeah, Optimus Prime. Are they still making those movies? Is there loads of them? Is it like There's Fast and few. Furious? Listen, Bumblebee's in an advert. Who? That Bumblebee. You're making the other... all these things up. Bumblebee. Bumblebee's in like a car. What's Bumblebee? Car insurance advert. Bumblebee. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Let's quickly move on. This could this could have been my number one. I'd go so far as to say Family Guy is genius. Seth MacFarlane is an absolute genius. Do you know? I don't watch it, but I understand how, why it is, it's so popular. It is un, the comedy in it to keep going. They, they it started in nineteen ninety eight, and every single episode, every single one, bar none, are faultless. They are ju- they take it to the level, and then they go past that level. So I've gone for Peter Griffin, who's the dad. He's married to Lois. Is it Lois? Yeah, they've got Meg and Chris and Steve and then you've got Brian as well. I think it's just one of the, if not the best animated things out there. It's not my number one, but I've put... So a, it's not, the, so it's not well, the best then. My number one is, I've put it down for sentimental reasons, but um, Peter Griffin, Family Guy, are just phenomenal. They did a Star Wars Mickey take. We love Star Wars as well. Yeah, but the, what they did was fantastic. Have you, who have who you watched, is Steve? What do you mean, who is Steve? Stevie. Stevie, who's Steve? Yeah. Stewie, sorry, Stewie. I was going to say, Stevie. Do I say Stevie, sorry? Stewie, yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of Family Guy? Yeah. Okay, you like Rude. it? That's weird. The the, 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 the dog with the the mum. Yeah. And, and yes, yeah, weird. The yeah. dog, the mum, the, the dad. The baby, yeah. It's fantastic. All right, let's move on to the one, shall we? Let's do it. Number one. And the masters of the universe. He-Man. I'm talking about the original He-Man back what, in the day. Not, what, not, what was his, not what, the film when it was Dolph Lundgren. Was there a film of it? Yeah, Dolph Lundgren, when he played He-Man. But no, He-Man back in the what day. What was the girl in it called? She, she, She-Ra. There was She-Ra. Yeah. There was Man of Arms. And there was Teela. Teela was one as well. He had a cat as well, didn't he? Yeah, he, that was Battle Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Yeah, but he was called Cringer before he, he poked the sword at oh, him. Oh, was he? And he changed it. Yeah, Battle Cat. an awful haircut, didn't he? Skeletor was a baddie. Yeah. He was quite scary. I remember that as a kid. That was quite scary. Yeah, He-Man for me is my number one cartoon of anything. Yeah. What was the, the general... What was the rule of that? What was the story behind it? Well, basically, he was, he was Adam, Prince of Eternia. Adam was his name. Adam was his name. Adam, Adam superhero was, called Adam. Adam, yeah. Adam, Prince of Eternia. Yeah. He was He-Man, and obviously he was protecting Castle Grayskull, yeah. but Skeletor was always trying to kill him. All right. Why, why was he protecting Castle Grayskull? Because oh, I'm trying to think, the Sorcerer, what was her name again? I don't know. Yeah, but listen, He-Man, unbelievable, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Adam, Prince of Eternia. Adam, who's come up with this? You'd never nowadays get a superhero called Adam, would you? Wish you were. Wish you were. No, you wouldn't. The Rock's doing a film now called Black Adam, I think it's called. Black mm. Adam, yeah. You sure? 100%. Black Adam? Yeah. And what's it about? Adam. <laughs> Brilliant. This is my number one. Why is, it, why is it Morph on the radio? That would work so much. What, I've, gone for, I've gone for Morph. What is Morph? <laughs> Morph, you must have known. It was, was on Tony Hart in 1977. It was a little. I'm sorry, I was nowhere. I was nowhere near existence it, it then. Was, it was like stop animation. It was like plasticine. <laughs> and he was also on Smart. I'm being told. I don't know what Smart is. A children's TV <laughs> art show. You were sitting watching this. Yeah, so it was a little plasticine figure. He had a mate called Chaz that he always had a row with, and they lived in. A, I'm not doing it justice, but they lived in a little. You're not doing box. it any justice. But it was brilliant. That's your number one. So if you had to sit down and watch any cartoon for the rest of your life, I've watched this loads of times. That would kids. be it from now. Uh, <laughs> right, it's that Prime Madonna, isn't it? <laughs> You've let yourself down with that one. No, I haven't. Yeah. People in the crash. Family Guy should have been one. 
for you. No, but I put it down for sentimental reasons. Morph. Everyone loves Morph. They don't. Who's your number one? He-Man. Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Adam and Morph are our number ones. There you Prince go. Prince of Eternia. Well done. <laughs> What is going on here? What is going on here? That was, of course, when we discovered one of the funniest sound effects on national radio. And Ollie, our boy on the buttons, he's actually a man, but he's actually the height of a boy. Anyway, he's been annoying the listening millions with morph noises ever since. So apologies for that. Now, on to our final top five of 2021. And again, this pick is with me and Benty. And it was way back in November. It wasn't that far back. It's only November, a few weeks back, actually, when TalkSport took part in Football Shirt Friday. We broadcast live from the classic football shop in East London. So I bet you can't guess what top five we chose. Our top five of five today is, for obvious reasons, us being in this shop with all these football shirts around us, is our favourite football shirts of all time. Benji, how difficult or easy was it for you to choose these? Oh, it's difficult. And listen, even, even now when I look at my list, I'm sure there's ones I've left off, but... The, these five that I've obviously named here are ones that came to my mind. So is that, a, is that a beer you're being given? No, it's Coke, as you well know. It looks like I'll have one of them. Why are you asking? Why are you asking? Well, if it looks it's like beer? a beer, isn't it? No, it doesn't. Mm. Go on, carry on. Yeah. So yeah, the, these ones that I've picked came straight to my mind. They early. came straight to your mind. That's convenient. Yeah, but obviously, that, as I go along, there's going to be ones where I'm going to go. Oh, forgot. All right. What makes um, a great football shirt? Do you think? Just look nice. I'm not so much about the feel, but. Because obviously I never wore any of these, so I don't know why I'm asking about the feel. But yeah. in terms of how they look on the pitch, and maybe some, sometimes you get iconic players wearing that kit. Can that's you, a big. That's a big thing. Well, okay, that brings me to my next question: Can you have a shirt in your top five that's current now? Or has it got to be a retro shirt? Has it got? No, I mean, you, I mean, there's some nice kits out there now. I mean, listen, I'm not being biased, but Arsenal have always got nice kits. Um, mm, that's not biased at all, is it? They're no. your team, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, have United always got nice well, kits? They do, but that's not why I asked you. But go on. No, it doesn't have to be retro because there might be a kit that's out now that I think, oh, I love that kit. Okay. Uh, should we start with you? Go on then. Okay, here we go. Number five. And now Burley with a chance, and he's equalised! Oh, what an irony! Within five minutes of coming on, the Chelsea substitute has probably denied his uncle George, the Ipswich manager, a precious win. So I've gone for the Chelsea away kit grey and orange from 94 now, oh, it had what call, it had the grey one yeah it had calls on the front yeah I remember that the grey one do you know why because how can you choose a grey football shirt as can one I of finish up saying I'd rather you didn't actually <laughs> so, um, yeah that, that I mean that shirt that I, I loved it I know a lot of people hate it but for me it's not just about the shirt it's about the memories as well because that's when my dad first started taking me to football matches he's a massive Chelsea fan even, I think he even tried to buy me that kit even though I'm an Arsenal he bought me that kit so that just obviously sticks in the memory. So obviously that my earliest kind of football memories, that's got a lot to do with it as well. But I like the kit. I like the way it looked. I know he, some people go, oh, orange and grey. Have they got it here? I don't, I've not seen it here, but I'm sure these guys have got every shirt that's okay. been ever made. But the, yeah, that Chelsea away grey and orange kit from 94. You like that one? Yeah, I do you? like it, yeah. Would you wear that out? No, because it's Chelsea. I wouldn't wear it. Oh, OK. Would you wear it in? You wear a Brazil shirt now. Yeah, you're but not, that's you're a, a national team is right, fine. That's fine. Yeah, but not a, a club side. Just like you wouldn't wear another club side shirt. No, I know, but I think when you're a footballer, your allegiances or your allegiances that you get as a kid, they go out the window because you play for so many different sides. Yeah, of course I get that, but I still wouldn't now, I've retired, wear this shirt just down the street. Okay, what shirts would you wear apart from Arsenal? I'd wear national teams, like I'd wear... That's it, you wouldn't wear Ipswich? Nah, do you know what? There's, there's one in my top five that I probably would wear, but it's not, it's not in the Premier and League. A, though. And it's a club side? And it's a club side. Okay, all right, we'll find that out. What number is it? It's at number two. Okay, we'll get to that in a bit. So you've had your number five. This is my number five. And there it is. West 
Germany win the World Cup for the third time and equal the record of Italy and Brazil. They take the championship away from Argentina. Well, I've gone for the 1990 Germany show. Do you remember? I've got a picture in front of me I'm going to show you. Do you remember it? There's round a round collar? It's that one. So it's I think of Rudy Voller when I see that. Yeah, so do I. That's a, that's a great call. I think of him spitting as well. Or getting yeah. spat on. Which one? Who oh, was you the got striker? Was it Carl Heinz from Minigar? Did he play in that? No, that was... Uh, Rijkaard was in that? Yeah. Rijkaard? Rijkaard? <laughs> the I'm thinking about Rijkaard spitting in Villa's hair. That's right, yeah. But um, Rummenigger wouldn't have been in that. He would have been early, 86... What 90. year is that? This is 1990. So so for people listening, it's all white, and then you've got the, the German colours, the sort of black, is it black, red, and yellow, I think it is. But you've got them going like down a sleeve, across the chest, and then up over the other sleeve. And the reason I like that is because, A, it's quite retro-looking, yeah. but B, I think that's quite quite um, audacious for a kit designer to come up with something as bonkers as that. It reminds me, I don't know if you remember this, it reminds me, Stefan Edberg wore a, a shirt when he was playing at Wimbledon, with loads of colours over it and his initials in it. Do you remember that? You probably don't remember. I but don't remember at the time, it was like I a remember I'm a lot younger than you remember. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love this this German shirt. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And it reminds me, of course, of a World Cup. Yeah. I think every shirt should remind so, so, you of so, so, an occasion rather than But this than is my point player. about the Chelsea shirt. You might look at it and go, what an ugly shirt. But because of the memories that come with it, they're good memories for you. Exactly. They're awful memories for everyone else. So <laughs> a, a selfish choice. So fives are done. Let's move on to four. Number four. Here's Dixon. Keown. Right. Good turn. Yes. At last they've scored a goal. And it had to be Ian Wright, didn't it? Of course, I had to put an Arsenal one in there. The Arsenal kit from 92, 94 Wright. home kit. You go on about me loving Rashford. You love Ian Wright. I do. And listen, this kit here, and again, that's the reason why I put this shirt in, because you look at it there. Describe the kit to... So it's red in the middle. It's got the V-neck collar. JVC is the big sponsor. The Arsenal badge is just above the JVC. On the sleeves, you've got the white, sorry, see, the, see, the, the red, the, the black. The sponsorship, JVC makes it iconic as well, doesn't and it? And the collar. And of course the collar. But listen, yeah. I, I love this kit. As you heard in the commentary there, my, one of my absolute heroes, you can see him there, Ian Wright and the pitcher. Obviously, he's the reason why I support Arsenal. But when I think of the so memory... So can I say, people can hear a loud noise. Darren Bent's wallet has just dropped on the floor and opened, but we've closed it. <laughs> Carry on, Benny, but yeah, um, this this kit, the Arsenal home kit from '92, '94. Um, I think they worked for a couple of seasons. But as I said, Ian Wright is the reason why I supported Arsenal. I can remember him in this kit. What did that kit? It came in long sleeves as well. Because I'm looking at short sleeves. Yeah, I think this, I think this kit is Adidas. Yeah, I think it is Adidas. I think. I mean, you look at it. There's not even a sponsor there's no on logo it. Logo there is it? That's there's the Adidas. Adidas should be on there. Oh, okay. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just above the badge. Right. But yeah, that Arsenal kit from the '92 '94. Yeah. Uh, right. He told me. I did a podcast with Right. Right. He told me when he was talking about football shirts. Do you remember the Arsenal shirt that had the round collar? Yeah. Do you remember that? He hated that so much that he would cut it. Yeah. <laughs> down the middle and then rip it open a bit because he felt it was too tight and the sponsors had to pop it in. Wow. And then and then what was happening? The kids were buying the same shirt and, and they were cutting their own shirt to look like Ian Wright. See, I was probably one of them kids because this was the first ever kit. I've got a brand new shirt for it. Where are the scissors? This, this, this is the first kit. Have you got my, that shirt? Not anymore, but this was the first kit my dad bought me. Was it? Yeah. That's a nice story. Yeah, that's nice. That will be here. That will be. I've here. not seen this one, you know. If that's here, will you buy it? Most probably. Okay, we'll have a look. This is my number four. Long ball play towards Bergkamp. Bergkamp's come inside, and Bergkamp has scored a sublime goal, a sort of goal but only he can score. With 30 seconds of the 90 minutes to play. I've gone for the Dutch shirt, the Holland shirt from 1988 when they won the Euros. Now, I just think of Ruud Hullet and his, them dreads. 
Yeah, what scoring that goal? Scoring the header. header. Yeah, yeah, and obviously Van Basten's ridiculous yeah. wonder strike. We were talking. So, if, in case you're joining us, we're in Classic Football Shirts, the shop in East London. And earlier on, we spoke to the manager here, uh, Kieran Golden. He was telling us that that shirt is one of the rarest football shirts you can get because Holland only wore that for that tournament, so they only wore it five times, wow. and then they retired the shirt. Unbelievable. The kit, they retired the kit. It's a, it's like a, an orange and white fleck, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a beautiful shirt. I am surprised that they haven't brought that back in some kind of... Because United recently brought back uh, their blue and white, which I'm going to talk about later on, their flex shirt. Yeah. And they brought that back for this... I think for this season, it's one of their away kits. Yeah. And I'm surprised that the Dutch FA haven't brought that kit. I don't know. Because they've got so much success in that kit, just leave it where it is. Yeah, maybe. Because they've got nowhere near maybe. winning... Well, actually, they got to a World Cup final. Was it 2000 and... Oh, you, oh, 10, you, 2010. Was it 10 when they got beat by someone? By, who did they get beat by? You're putting me on the spot now. I will. Spain. They got beat by Spain. Yeah, of course they did. Yes, of course. Got beat by Spain, yeah. yeah. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.